Your Health Podcast with Ben Canning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, back again, and this is exciting. This is the first time that there's been more than just me and Dave. And I would like to, for anybody who's not watching, I would just like to note that this is actually two other grown adults. It's not two kids bickering between each other as to who's faster, who's stronger, who, who's better. They're actually adult males. Um, so let's just get into it. I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kenny. Just for the record, I'm better at everything than Chris. <laughs> I'm Chris Hadnagy, and just for the record, I got invited to this podcast to be interviewed to show Dave why I'm awesome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and this is Hacking Your Health. So, as you may or may not have listened to in the past, we had a sort of wrap-up of Dave's first year of coaching, just his experience and everything that we've achieved together. Um, and I wanted to do one with Chris. Anybody who follows any of us on social media will realize that there's definitely some sort of competitive thing that goes on between the two of them. We have no plan what? here. We're just going to wing it. And I'm excited to sort of see what comes of it. Obviously, you know, Chris, you came on board after seeing Dave's success. So I just want to sort of get a bit of a, a background to you, what your history is with training, why you started, et cetera, et cetera. Can we just, yeah, can we so, just talk um, a little bit about me first, though, uh, before we get to Chris? I just... <laughs> Can uh, I put you on mute? I, 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 I actually <laughs> thought, wow, it's, you can. I think as the uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Chris. Go Kick ahead. him out. <laughs> okay. So, um, unlike Dave's story, I wasn't always overweight as a kid, right? I actually was really, really small, um, scrawny almost. And I started working out when I hit high school because I was sick of getting beat up, and uh, got pretty, pretty beefed, but not stacked or big or anything, um, and. I was very active. I was surfing, skating, doing martial arts, working out all the time. Um, and then I moved, got married, and it's kind of that part is similar to Dave where it was like uh, I had eating all these calories because I was constantly active. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting in northeast Pennsylvania doing nothing that I enjoyed because I wasn't surfing, wasn't skating. I wasn't at the beach anymore, and I was still eating all those calories. And it just went from me being in shape to – just, I mean, my, I'll, I'll say it here since we're doing this, but my, my highest weight was 325, 325 pounds. And, um, you did, you did tried... actually beat me there, by the way. So I'll give you <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Great. The first time you admit it. Hey, can I get that sound clip though? Can I just want that sound clip with Dave yes, saying I'll you actually it. beat you me? Have it. You can, okay. I'm going to bleep, you can I'm gonna bleep that, that out. As like your... That's going to be, that's going to be my ringtone. Your message. Okay, that's going to be my ringtone. Yeah. Yeah. Dave saying, you actually beat me. You actually beat me. You actually beat me. <laughs> I'm going to play that every workout now. That's going to be the only thing I listen to when I'm working out is Dave saying, uh, you actually beat me. Hey, if you, if you need to hear my voice as you're working out to motivate you, I'm, I'm totally cool with that, Chris. I'm, I'm a very motivating person. So, you oh, know. man, he always turns it. Always. Oh, I'm supposed to be the king of SE. This is, I, I can't. Uh. 
Okay. And I tried every fad diet, man. Like any, if, if there was a commercial that came out that said, if you do this, you can lose 30 pounds in a month. I jumped on that uh, like faster than Dave jumps on teasing me. It was like crazy. You know what I mean? I did the whole like it, take this pill and you can lose weight. This the hormone thing. I did the epinephrine. Holy crap. I remember taking that stuff and trying to sweat it out. I, I did the eating only carbs, then the only meat, then the only whatever. I tried juicing with, for uh, literally three days. It was the most disgusting thing I ever did. Oh, it's horrible. All of them worked. Like I would lose weight, but I can never maintain it because it was a diet. So as soon as I kicked off of it, and some of them I stayed on for a while, I'd gone up for like three, four, five months, I would lose a ton of weight. But like I'd eat a piece of bread and all of a sudden it's like, bam, I blew back up to, you know, double the size I was before. And it was like, what the heck? I, I could never maintain it. So um it was at that point when I saw Dave's progress because, you know, we had been friends for 15 or so years. I mean, I use that yeah. term loosely friends, you know, um, but you, you know, know I was actually me. getting like a sympathetic moment there. I wasn't going to even like make fun of you for that. Cause you know, I, I can't gonna do, trust I, it. I can't I was trust gonna do, it. I was going to do friends in air quotes, but like, no, this is actually like a real moment. And then Chris goes and does that. So I should have did the air quote friends, but, uh, <laughs> okay. No, we've been friends, but it started a really rocky way, man. I mean, he really tortured me bad, but when we finally became friends, we were on our podcast together for years um, and we were always both really big at that point. Yeah. I think we were both three fifteen or so, and we're the same height, like six three. Or, and I saw. I actually beat him. you on that too, six four. But go ahead, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And, and he, is anybody somebody he, anybody uh, who's listening at this point? Can someone keep a tally and let us know sort of who's <laughs> actually winning? Because I'm not at going the end to. Of this, I'm going to get a trophy for myself uh, <laughs> on how many times I beat Chris on this podcast. So, so it's, I it's saw good. Dave. And I reached out to him and I said, okay, you got to give me the tips, man, because like we're the same in the same industry. We're doing the same work. You know, we're, we're, we're almost as busy as each other. Like, how are you doing this? And he said, Ben Canning, I'm going to introduce you to this guy. And that, that was it, man. I, that was, that was the change. That was huge because you, you made it a lifestyle, not a 30 day fad diet. You know, and that's where I'm at now. It's been almost a, Almost, what are we talking at? So I started with you April 1st. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. So we are just starting our eighth month together. Your transformation, by the way, and this, I'm, I'll be all serious here, like serious, uh, I'm not going to mess with you, is, uh, you know, it's, it's been incredible to see just in a short period of time, eight months. But one thing that I've noticed with you is that, you know, your drive is very similar to mine, right? When you... Yeah commit to something, you start to see results, you go all in on it. And there's no question. I mean, you know, what you were doing and what you're doing now is is absolutely incredible. And, you know, I was in the same boat as you, right? I was, I, I tried every fad diet possible. I had, you know, tried every pill. I, you know, I tried ephedrine and everything else. You know, I, I thought, you know, like, hey, these fat loss pills are going to make you lose weight just by magically taking them. Even yeah. if you're eating 5,000 calories a day, it doesn't work that way. You know, the, the big change. And I remember sitting down talking to you you know, uh, you know, over eight months ago and just, you know, talking about, you know, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And, and this is why I'm having so much success with it. And you're like, man, this, this really makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I think I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to Ben to talk to him and, um, you know, kudos to Ben, obviously for his motivation, his, 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 you know, stewardship and guidance throughout, throughout all of this, but, you know, kudos to you, man, for, for really transforming your life and, and to continue on. I saw that picture of you the other day. I'm like, 
I'm getting nervous that, you know, you make it bigger than me. <laughs> I'm, uh, getting, you know, I'm, getting excited. <laughs> I'm getting excited. Yeah. I think, you know, oh, he, you know, he, it's going to happen, man. <laughs> Listen, if he gets bigger than me, I'm, I'm going to go to a different trainer. I'm going to go to Arnold. Okay, so, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go to a different trainer. That's okay, Ben. I'll bring him enough business. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, ben. I would actually like to, to point that out. And genuinely, you know, it, 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 while I, you know, okay, I'm giving you the tools and the guidance and everything else. Like, it doesn't work unless you actually go and put the work in. And you both, you guys are exactly the same in terms of going all in. And that's exactly what you need to do. And you know, it's it's not going to happen overnight. And it's recognizing that you need to put the commitment into becoming a better version of yourself every single day, over and over and over again. But genuinely, it, I think it was last. It must have been last Monday you sent that picture. I was like, holy shit! I was like, yeah. this is going it's crazy. Be and I put it into the client chat. And I, was I like, couldn't believe it, Dave. Chris is coming for you. Like, genuinely. <laughs> genuinely is um but yeah it's you know it's a credit to you putting the work in and, and doing what you do and i guess that leads me on to sort of when we had our initial call what your time commitments were at the start to sort of where we're at now so just the experience of the initial call that whole setup obviously you had done your research yeah. and probably knew sort of what way it was going to go from from speaking to dave so over to you yeah that so that's actually a really good point because um I actually have to back up a little in the story, and this, this is like maybe the worst prank Dave ever pulled on me. So I, I knew like 10 years ago, like Dave went through some surgery to help, and I had, I had seen his transformation with that, and it wasn't until he started getting really muscular that I was like, okay, I want to talk about this. And I went to him, and I talked, and he wrote this amazing blog um, talking about his his transformation and the things that he would do. And in it, he said, I, I don't know if I would still do it or not. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. It's hard to tell, right? So I, I we had a long conversation about this because I was like right on the edge of saying, I'm going to commit to this to this bariatric surgery. Um, but he kept saying, look, if you do it, you you can't, it's not the fix. You have to work out. Like you can't just go do the surgery. He's like, yeah. yes, it helped me control my appetite. It helped me lose the weight. But and he was right because when he first had it, he got super skinny. I mean, well, Aaron, like, Aaron I, I, obviously uh, was actually complaining that I was too skinny. I was too bony. Yeah. Uh, is what she would complain about. So yeah, and he and he yeah. looked it, and I said, and I and when he said that, I went, yeah, I remember because you went from being really big to like to really really skinny, and it wasn't. It, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be. I want to, I want to have muscle. I don't want to be like that. So he said, you got to commit to to working out. So I said, okay. So this was your path, and he said, yeah. So. I schedule the surgery. I go in for the surgery and I come out and I'm high as heck, right? I mean, I'm drugged. I'm in the hospital, laying in the hospital bed, drugged. And for some unknown reason, I text Dave and I say, Dave, Dave, man, I just went through the surgery. I'm sitting in bed high. My daughter's with me. So I only allow one person in the hospital because of COVID and she's sitting there and I'm like, I can't feel anything. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm the Messiah, whatever. And I take a picture of my feet and I send it to Dave and he's like, bro, Bro, didn't you get my email? Like, I told you, I was only kidding about the surgery. I never went through it. <laughs> I'm high. Okay, so get this. I am like, I am on so much morphine that I, and I read this and I'm like, did you just prank me into body alterations? And he's like, I'm so sorry, man. I thought you knew I was joking. And I'm like, I'm having a, a nervous breakdown in this hospital. My daughter's like rubbing my head. She's like, it's going to be okay, Dad. I'm like, I can't believe this is the worst. This is worse than the thing he did to me when we first met. Like, this is worse than him putting a burner in the seat. I don't understand. Like, I was like, and then he finally, like a couple of minutes, he like goes by and he's like, I'm just kidding, man. That's all good. And I'm like, oh, 
Oh God! Like, I, like you can't do this to a guy on morphine, right? Like, <laughs> my whole life, I, I just I look back at it as, as just one big Chris troll. It's been amazing. Uh, you it's, know, it's like, awful. When, I, when I die, well, no, I actually I, I want to back up last. here and say what what is the thing that he did when you first met that you said it's worse than oh. the thing that you did when we first met. Oh. I think I need to hear okay. that story. This is this is so bad. Okay, I was. <laughs> I mean, it's good, brand, but it's, it's yeah. I was yeah. brand new to using um, Backtracker, what's called Kali Linux now. And I was getting into pen testing and we had this old chat that's called IRC and there was a support group on there for, for that distro. So I couldn't get my network card working and I work from home. My, my daughter was always around me, whatever. And I'm just one of those guys. Like I'm a very big family man. I don't look at porn. That kind of stuff is like not. And I go into this chat and I just say, Hey, can anyone help me? I'm looking for a Dell, whatever, 2137 driver. And Dave answers. Now I don't know him yet. I've never met him before. Um, and he says, oh, yeah, here's a link for the driver. And being trusting, I click it, and it's this ridiculously horrible porn of two 70-year-old guys doing things you never want to see. And I, I just want to throw out for the record that I was really young then, uh, and I wouldn't do that necessarily today, and it was a different awful. time. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Just, yeah, awful. Now, yeah. I called can't shock get sites. it. To They're called shock sites. Okay. I it's can't like get it to close. So I slam my lid down and shut the computer off, right? And I couldn't get his name or anything. I come back in the chat and I'm like, listen, who was that a-hole? Like, this is ridiculous. How can, how can he do that? And Dave answers me and he goes, oh yeah, that guy's a troll. We booted him. Don't worry. Anyway, here's the driver link. And he gives me a site called Goatsy. Don't look it up. Don't, don't go look at it. It is the worst thing your brain will ever see. Now, this particular version of Goatsy, the page jumps around and duplicates itself. So you can't click the X on it. Yep. But now I got his name. And I know, and I said to him, listen, um, I'm going to find you at a conference and I'm, I'm going to hurt you. Right. And that, that, that was like dead serious. So I go to my, I go to this conference, Shmukon, and someone says, Oh, Relic's here. That was his nickname back then. Relic's here. And I'm like, okay, I want him. Come bring him in. So the guy I'm with, Maddie, he, he says, look, look, you can't be fighting him. Like you guys are both friends. You can't be fighting him. And I'm like, no, I'm going to kill him. Like he, like I told him I'm going to hurt him. So he comes up and he's like, listen, man, Maddie told me that, um, you know, that, that you got kids at home. I got kids at home too. And this time he had no kids. He's lying to me, no right? Kids. Yeah. He's like, no kids. I got, I got kids. I'm like, look, let me show you a picture. And he grabs my cell phone and he's, and he's like typing something in and he hands it to me and it's goatsy on my phone as like the screensaver. I just go to swing at him and he runs. He runs. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to literally kill him. I'm chasing him down the hallway. Like, if I catch him, I'm going to kill him. Right. So he gets out. Maddie comes up a little bit later and he's like, listen, you guys got to make up. Like, you guys are in the community. Like, we're both friends. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to hurt him. Like, you don't, like, this is terrible. And he's like, look, Dave wants to take you out to dinner. And I'm like, I'm not going to dinner with him. Are you kidding? And he's like, no, Dave, we're all going to go, so it's safe. But he wants to pay. He wants to take you out to say he's sorry. He's not going to do that ever again. And, and, I, like, and, and for the record, I didn't do that again. Yeah. Okay. He didn't do yeah. that again. So yeah. I yeah. get convinced to do this. And Dave has this giant Cadillac Escalade. And he's like, look, you're a big guy. You sit up front with me. Let all the other ones get in the back. So I'm sitting up front and I was like, you know, tired and everything, you know, cons were always up late drinking and whatever. And I'm feeling a, a, a little bit like, you know, hungry and tired and whatever. And I'm sitting in the front seat and I am starting to drip with sweat. And I'm like, hey, man, can I put the AC on? And he's pointing vents at me. So cold air is hitting me, but I am dripping with sweat. And I'm like, oh, man, if I get sick in this guy's car, I'm never going to hear the end of it. I'm like, 
and I start like rocking and leaning forward, and I realize that my ass is like on fire, like it, like like literally on fire. And I yell that I'm like my ass, and he just starts laughing. He had modified the heater in his car seat so you can boil a pot of water on it, like with an oven thing. And he had turned it all the way up with a dial by his seat. So basically, I was burning alive in the seat. This is then, this is all true. This is all true. I mean, yes, we're wrestling in the grass on the side of the road. I'm like, I'm gonna kill this guy. <laughs> Somehow we end up being like best friends like, for 15 years. You know, the the best part about that story was um, we had gotten to the steakhouse faster than I anticipated, so I just kept driving around in circles right. over and over and over again so that he could get hotter and hotter and hotter as he's doing it. So, um, yeah, hey, I, started started a good relationship, right? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so that was the start of it. Yeah. Then, then I'm going to give a speech at his conference, and he hires a poop-throwing monkey. For the record, the that never happened because the hotel because would not allow OSHA, it. OSHA yes, wouldn't let him bring true. it that in. That is true. That is true. But he yes. hired and paid for a poop-throwing monkey to be in the audience throwing its feces at me this during my speech. This is true. And the hotel's yeah. like, you can't have a feces-throwing monkey in the audience. This is a danger to everyone. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. what does he do? He buys 35 shake weights. 35 yeah. shake weights, and he hands them out to different audience members, and he says when they, he blows a whistle, different people pick up the shake weight and do this, and I'm giving a speech on nonverbals. So I have, no matter where I look, if I look over here, he blows a whistle. People are doing this with a shake weight. How am I supposed to focus with a sh 35 shake weights? There's, 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 listen, there, there's many stories, and they're, they're all true, uh, but it's all done out of love, Chris. It's all done out of love, so... <laughs> Yes. He bought yes. 150 hazmat suits and had them ordered to my house. And then I got a notice that I'm on an FBI watch list because I had 150 hazmat suits delivered to a barn in Northeast Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But long story short, you said good friends and I and everything's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want to go back Listen. to answering your original because everyone has to understand that when I'm in the hospital and that happened, like I had a I had a nervous breakdown, right? But then he tells me everything's good. So I'm still like I'm not I, I'm in my mind committed to working out, but I'm like I don't have time. I'm too busy. I'm running three companies. I have a nonprofit. I'm got a family. I'm I don't have time. So my first conversation with you, I went into this saying like. I had a I had a bad attitude, I think, because I had worked with a trainer before, and it was always diets, like anything to do with alcohol, you're the devil, and you have to commit to the time for the exercises I tell you. So I come into this meeting with you, and you're like, um, I remember you asking me one of the first questions, so how much time can you commit to me um, per week? And I went, I got, I think I said I got two 30-minute days. I can give you two 30 minutes. And you went, okay. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean, okay? And you're like, okay, then we'll work with it. You know, take a picture of your equipment. I got like, I got a few kettlebells and that's it. And you're like, okay. I'm like, this guy's too easy. Like, I'm like, come on. There's nobody talking about, right? So I went through that thing, right? And then, and then I'm like, okay, what about diet? Like, are you going to give me a breakdown of everything? He's like, nope. I'm just going to give you a protein. You got to hit this protein goal. Everything else I don't care about. And I'm like, this is not going to work. I, I'm wasting money here, right? And I had this terrible attitude, but I'm like, oh, but I'm seeing Dave. 
Dave's changes, like they're huge. I'm like, I oh, wait, gotta- what, what you went through in that mind thing as well is also what I went through with Ben as well. So, I mean, I'd already gone through those phases of denial of not trusting Ben, but in, in Ben, we trust. So, you know, I know. <laughs> and it's crazy, right? Because all of a sudden I'm doing it and I'm seeing these changes and I'm like, how is this working? I'm working out 30, 60 minutes a week. I'm barely getting the steps in. You wanted me to do 10,000 a day. I think I was doing 2000 and I had no, I couldn't get a step more. And all, and I'm still seeing changes and people are noticing it. Other people. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, this is, this is crazy. Uh, so then I said to you, okay, look, what if you added a third 30 minute day? You're like, yep, yeah, I can do that. Great. Okay. And then I, I kept complaining in the chat about, I can't get these steps. I can't get these steps. And Dave says, oh, I bought this treadmill for under my desk and it helps me get the steps. And I'm like, done. Bam. I, that was my first Dave decision because uh, then this is what happens. And anyone who's listening to this, just be prepared for this. You're going to end up spending a lot more money than you ever wanted because you, soon as like you, you want to do this. And now I bought this Treadly. It was like, it was 800 bucks, but it was an amazing investment because I can get my steps in while having meetings, while writing, while doing blogs, while doing whatever, having phone calls. I did give a speech while I was on a treadmill, right? I mean, this is the way to get the 10,000 plus steps a day. And then all of a sudden now I'm seeing weight loss and I'm seeing strength increase. So now I'm like, okay, can you give me a three days, but an hour? And then you're like, sure. And you did it. And then you're like, eventually I got to, can you give me four days Plus, can I do Orange Theory once a day? And is it okay if I do stuff on the weekend? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, sure. And then I'm like, if I buy a leg machine and a squat rack and a couple hundred pounds of weights and some other stuff, can you work that all in? And you're like, yeah, sure. So now I have this stinking gym out of my lanai. I got a hack squat. I got a, I got a leg press. I got a squat machine, a pulley system. I got a kabuki bar, which by the way, I mean, holy mackerel. Like, oh, another Dave suggestion. Just throwing that it out there. It is another Dave suggestion. And it is, a, I've used it now for, for benching, for inclines, for curls, for um, overhead press, for rows. That bar is amazing, man. It is. You'd mentioned, did you, did you do it, it for skull crushers too? Oh, and skull crushers. I haven't yes. tried it with skull crushers. I'll have to give that a shot. Yeah. I haven't tried it there yet. It's amazing for everything. And it just keeps your hands on the right placement. If Kabuki's listening, you should sponsor this podcast because I think you're getting sales because of that. This is what, a, what Chris is referencing bar. is it's called a Kabuki cabard bar, uh, and it's to reduce the the amount of stress on your shoulders. As we get older, our shoulders aren't the greatest, uh, and so you know as you're doing bench, especially heavy weights on bench, uh, it's it's cambered, so it's it's curved inward, so you can get a really good lock in and focus on your, your chest. And then as you push up, it, it keeps you in a, a neutral grip position so that you can go up. I, I, I heavily recommend the Kabuki over the Titan Fitness and the uh, Rogue. I'm a huge Rogue fan, uh, not a fan of their um, of their multi-grip bar. Uh, but this one is is just just perfect. It's it's the best. Uh, and it's a beast. Bar. Yeah, it is. 45 it pounds. It is a beast solid. of a bar. You, That's like a weapon it's of like, mass destruction. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> It's great. Yeah. So anyway, that's, okay. that, that answers your question in a long way. But that, that, is, that is the journey to this very moment. Okay, good. One so thing. We got there in the end. I would like to point out as well, before Dave interrupts, I'm going to go first here because I'm in charge, right? Remember, I wasn't remember interrupting. I was just, just yeah, going to comment. You are, you're doing, you're still ahead, doing it's fine. It's fine. You're doing it now. Okay. You're still doing it. It's okay. What I would like to say is that <laughs> I can't. Oh, he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I got a we got a message in the chat from Scott and he was like I just want to blame Ben and Dave because I just got stressed out and ordered some gym equipment. I'm like whoa 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 I have had absolutely <laughs> nothing 
to do with this, and I'm not ever going to say, "Oh, you need to go and get this, this, and this." It comes from that is true. The group and other people. It's not <clears> from me. I will always accommodate whatever equipment and time that you yep. have, and it comes from everybody else. So it's a peer pressure you, thing. I'm not getting involved in it. It was deep. You have to that, understand, that, that, though. We blame you for everything, though. Like, yeah. we're like Ben made us order this, and he said it was going to make that, us go somewhere. That is okay. So. That is okay. I feel like I genuinely <laughs> need to put together like a, a partner's survival pack or like a bit of a like support <laughs> yeah. group because I think it should that be is, part of the pay. The, the fee is that you meet with like the spouses once every three months to just give them like a yeah. therapy session or something. Yes, I agree. I think I should actually set that up. That would be that would be an interesting yeah. podcast. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, anyway, what, what, spouses and go through, what spouses go through when 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 they start <laughs> with Ben? You should have I, Arisa should and set, Aaron on. We should, and we you should, should set interview that up. them I about that, because that would she be is so ticked at me with that leg really? machine. She's like, "How much more of my space are you taking out there?" And I'm like, "What do you mean your space? Like, isn't it our?" You just space? need to flex. You just yeah. need to flex your biceps or your chest. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that? I mean, yeah. dude, I had, be like, be fine. I had one this of our neighbors. Space, you know, <laughs> one of our neighbors said uh, to to Aaron, they were uh, going out for coffee, and uh, she said, "Man, it's got to be nice knowing you have like a brand new husband that's all like muscular and you know all this other stuff." She's like, "I'm jealous. Like, how how can I get my husband to be? How can I get a brand new husband?" So, uh, you know, there are some benefits to it, obviously. There are to work in, and you know, obviously, uh, yeah. My wife went to our UPS store where I have my business mailbox, and the ladies in there went, "Arisa, your husband, he is amazing looking right now." She came home and she's like, "I'm gonna get the mail from now on." You're no longer allowed out of the house. <laughs> and I'm like, I just because they gave a compliment? I mean, they didn't, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay, so, okay, 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 right, right, let's okay, take it right back. So, sorry. at the start, at the start, you two half hour sessions, that's totally fine. I'll always accommodate time wise, whatever. Whenever you, you got to the stage that you were asking for more, why did you want more from it? Was it the fact that you felt the benefits, you wanted more, you have more time, you have more energy? What was it that sort of went, right, okay, I want to actually do more here? <laughs> That's actually a great question. I don't, I don't know where the time came from because I'm busier than I was when I met you in April. I've, I've since then opened up a whole new endeavor, right? I've done more things with my nonprofit I actually ran my first 5K because of you. That is your fault, by the way. Uh, that is um, my fault, and I had to do that too. And yeah. I, I, hand on heart, will never make that mistake again. I apologize to anybody. <laughs> but you will, because we're doing that. it again in April or something. So <laughs> No, I'm busy. I'm, I'm actually got a thing with Dave that day. We need to go. Oh, uh, on a trip. oh really? Well, Dave will be doing yeah. it. But um, <laughs> I don't know where the time came from, uh, because it's not that. It's not that more time happened. It, it, was, it was seeing the benefits and then going, wait, if I'm doing this little, but I'm seeing this benefit. What happens if I do this much more? And then every time I did that, and it was really altering, like like life altering. You know, like to it wasn't little progress. It was like holy mackerel progress. Like to the point of like you said the other day when I posted that picture to you, I was just in the gym in this hotel because I had to travel, and I got done with my sets, and I looked up, and I'm like, that's me in the mirror. Like, what the heck? Who is that guy standing there? Like, there's veins in the shoulder. There's all, I'm like, what is going on? So I'm like, yeah, no, I gotta, like, I don't even believe it. So that, that's the motivation is the change. Let's, it works. let's home, home in on that really quick and into how you were feeling before to how you feel now. You know, obviously you mentioned the confidence aspects or like, oh my gosh, I'm still blown away of, of who I am. But if, if you noticed any other changes as far as, you know, um, you from before to now, <laughs> I gotta say the biggest change is mental. Yeah. Um, 
I, I when I fir- when I first started with with you, Ben, I didn't even have a mirror in my gym uh, because I do, I hate looking at myself. Just I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like seeing what looks back, and I'm like I don't want it. And you kept saying, you know, if you get a mirror, maybe you could see the movements. It will help you with your form. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, I'll I'll do that. So I bought this like tiny little square mirror, right? And I'm like, oh, I can't really see much. So I bought a bigger mirror. Um, now. It's not. I don't like. I don't stand in front of the mirror and go, "Wow, look at you! You're awesome." I don't do that still. But now I'm not embarrassed. There's something changed up here. Something changed in my head more than the physical. I actually am proud of myself. I I look at myself and I can actually give myself a compliment, um, even though it still feels a little arrogant at times to do that. But I could do it now because I see that it actually happened, and I look forward to the change and I look forward to the gym. You know, I look forward to, even though I hate orange theory, I look forward to it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get the workouts in last week and Thursday and Friday like I normally do. So I did them Saturday and Sunday, right? And I don't skip them. I don't go, well, I missed a Thursday because I had a speech and it ran over. I couldn't get to it. I just say, well, okay, I missed Thursday. So I'll just do that on the next day. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and I don't, it's a, it's an attitude change that I think is the biggest shift in me that, that has happened besides the physical stuff. I don't think there's there's anything wrong with um, that at all, Chris. You know, you, you know, liking yourself, uh, you know, having confidence in yourself uh, is is all noble things. You know, if you're like, oh, look at how jacked I am, and I'm 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 the shit. Well, that's a different story. You know, like that's that's ego, yeah. right? But you know, us being proud of the work that we've put in and where we've come from in our journeys um, is is just an incredible thing. I'll tell you, I'm very much in the same boat, right? Mentally much more confidence in myself. I feel great. You know, I, I know that I'm putting the work in for myself and that others see that as well and, and that they can do the same thing. So, you know, I think the changes that I've had, not, not just from a physical perspective, you know, energy wise, my levels are, are through the roof, you know, how I feel yeah. through the roof, but that mental aspect and confidence that you have in yourself uh, is, is something that I, I have never experienced because, you know, I was very different from you on uh, that experience. I was always overweight, except for when I was in the Marines, right? But even in the Marines, I, w- I would consider myself more skinny fat, right? I was never muscular in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, but at least I had my weight under control because they force you to, you know, work out every single day. Um, but uh, I think, you know, the, again, the confidence aspect of this is is the biggest takeaway from this is that I feel amazing about myself, right? And I know that I can accomplish anything with myself because I'm putting the work in to do it. And that affects everything for like, I feel the same exact way and it affects everything for me, like my business, my family, the way I talk to other people, like all of it has changed because I feel better about me, you know? So it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's just really weird and meta to talk about, oh, I started with a trainer and all of a sudden my life got better. That wasn't what you promised me when I signed up, but that is what has happened. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is crazy. I think, um, well, one point I want to touch on is obviously you just sort of brushed over the fact that, you know, last week I was at a conference and I was working out in a hotel. Like how many times <laughs> in your life or in your career have you done that? But secondly, never, you know, do, yeah, do you think that, you know, you, you're saying that you're busier now than ever, but you also have more time in terms of yeah. training and what you want to get done. So yeah. do you feel like, you know, it's helped how you work, your performance, you know, your efficiency, things like that? Like, has that improved? in terms of like off yeah. the back of everything that we've done. Yeah, let me tell you like how a normal day would go and be before uh, and I'll start in the middle of the day and, and you'll understand it like getting up around 10, 10:30, 11 
um, you know, run into not eat anything, never eat, um, go to work, usually meetings, other things happening for a few hours, come out, eat some kind of large lunch that whatever's there that in my house, um, work until dinner, come out, eat dinner with the family, spend a little bit of time with the family. When everyone's getting ready for bed, I go back to work. Now I stay working usually from anywhere from 9.30, 10 o'clock till 2, 3 in the morning, finishing the night with a little bit of whiskey, um, sometimes not a little bit, and then going to bed for three, four, five hours, getting up and doing that all over again, right? And yep. that was the day, every day, every seven days a week. We're not talking like just Monday through Friday. That was Sounds like a direct day. clone of my life too, Chris. Sounds like a direct clone of my life. And and, and, and just a little bit of a, a variation there, you know, this was post-sleeve for me. So, you know, I'd, I'd gotten the, mm. the gastric sleeve and, you know, I never changed my, my habits, right? So while I dropped yeah. all that weight really quickly, it was, I was gaining back again. I was the heaviest that I'd ever been. I was at 220 or 217, I think was my, my top out weight. Um, and, and I had dropped all the way down to 185. But as you mentioned, you know, eat, 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 that, that yeah. sleeve can expand and, and grow and you can start to eat more and more food. And if your food isn't in the right place and you're not counting calories and things to that effect, you know, obviously it's, a, it's an issue. But I was doing the same thing, you know, sleeping three or four hours a day, whiskey pretty much every single night, um, you know, working my butt off, you know, to the bone from, you know, as soon as I wake up to as soon as I go to bed and even, you know, at night when I was working. So, you know, like every aspect of my life was centered around work not necessarily family. Granted, I was always there for family, but I wasn't as yeah. focused in on it. I was focused on work and my entire health was, was declining because of it. And, uh, yeah. you know, all that's completely changed. I, I want to hit on one point that Ben hit on. So I, I get this feeling. So when I'm <clears> traveling <throat> now and I look at the hotels, the first thing I look at is, do they have a good gym? Or if not, yeah. where can I go for a gym to make sure I get my workout? And then I get anxious when I get there because I know I need to go to the gym and I'm going to make sure I make time for it. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I had the my, my wife bought these awesome little um, packets where you could put clothes in and zip them up inside the suitcase to keep things organized. So my last suitcase, I had one of that for four days worth of clothes. Then I had gym shoes, protein powder, creatine, BCAE, lecithin. I had a blender. I had my I had my knee wraps. I, everything else was there, right? Dude. So I go through TSA and they're like, "You can't bring a blender on the plane." And I'm like, how am I going to mix all this protein without my blender, man? He's like, okay, you can keep the blender, but I got to take the blades. I'm like, what am I going to do with blades? Like, He's like, look, these are sharp. And he's like showing me how he can shank me with the blender. And I'm like, you can't take my – he took my blender blades, man. Oh, my so, God. I know. I had to like go buy another blender blade when I got to D.C. so I could freaking make my protein in my hotel room, right? Otherwise, I wasn't going to be able to eat it because it's like – but that's my suitcase. My wife's like yeah. – you know what is what 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 is wrong with this picture? And I'm like, I got beef jerky in there and all oh, sorts yeah. of protein Dude, bars. Dude, you got to protein in, man. Oh yeah. I mean, right? Because oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna be at a hotel, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but that for sure. Dude, I, you know, that, I, I, I what I do is I take I I have like. 70 baggies of pills that I yeah. take, you know, and I write on each one, like, you know, like this is my morning, this is my evening, yeah. you know, and this is what I do. And I, I, I have these, I, these yeah. little squares and they have yeah. all the, the pills in them and I have AM, PM, you know, one oh, and two. I'm going to one of those. I've just been using yeah. like Ziploc baggies. I need to get one of those. Yeah, like, I like that organizers. because then I just have them all in there. But, but Ben, your, your question, because Dave and I, like, I think we had the same lifestyle, right? And then now with this, I realized, and it wasn't when I first started with you. When I first started with you, I was still doing the same thing. Right. I was still staying up super late and working like and trying to get my workout starting at 10 a.m. 
and I realized I am like, this is so inefficient. My life is so inefficient. So I committed one week to saying, let me see how much more I can do if I got up at 7 a.m. every day and I was in the gym by 7.30. Like, what would my day look like? How much more would I accomplish or less? Yeah. And I, I, I that one week changed it. My, I'm like, okay, holy mackerel. I, can, I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm getting so much more done now in my day. And what feels like the same time, less time, because I'm not going to bed at 3 in the morning anymore. I'm... Yeah, you know, I'm going to bed way, way earlier, and I'm not finishing my night with alcohol every night. Yeah. So I'm more clear-headed, getting better rest, even though I could do much better on that. Um, but um, um, that change, I think everything about this has made my life more efficient. And um, Dave said something, too, that, that really uh, resonates with me. Before that, I was giving my family tired time. And um, I heard this recently in a, in, a, in a speech I was listening to about, are you giving your family quality time or tired time? And, um, and I was giving my family tired time. And now I have a lot of energy and I, I, will, I will take them to the beach. I'll go on a bike ride with them. I'll go walk with, I mean, what, whatever they want to do, I'll go do it, right? Because I'm, I'm not giving them just tired time. I'm giving them quality time now. And I, I feel better about that as a person. So I don't know, like, again, it's the same 24 hours in a day, but somehow I'm fitting more in. I'm getting more quality things done. I'm getting way more work. Now my workouts are like an hour and 15 minutes each, mm-hmm. then finished by my stretches and a and a, and a short uh, thing on the heavy bag. I mean, that's like, what? <laughs> Eight months ago, I was like, two thirty minutes. That's all I can give you, man. That's it. <laughs> but I think that that's, it's, it's you know, amazing how yeah, the, it's a good point to note that, you know, and Dave and I have spoken about this before, you know, people will look at, at what he does and, you know, his plan and whatever else. Like, you don't need to do that. And for me, I'm very clear on, on the initial call with anybody. It's, it's what you can fit into your life at the minute that's not going to yeah. cause any additional stress because life's fucking hard and people have shit to do. And I understand that. So in the sort of lowest effective dose that we can start with and i'll always start with a baseline and whether that is just a calorie target the protein target or two half hour sessions or whatever it is we will refine it as we go and we will adapt because from experience with me you know you will find more time or you will start to prioritize other things and i think that that's you know that's i almost and i said this i think last week on the podcast you know whenever you ask me that question i I almost think that you set me up with it you're like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna get him on this one and whenever i said okay you were a bit like what do you mean what do you mean okay like that can't be okay yeah. like everything that i've known up until this point that's not the way it is um, and people are shocked when we do that but you know like you said you you always you know we evolve and we we make things different things priorities and stuff like that one thing i actually want to ask both of you guys is you know obviously both very successful in what you do in careers and whatever else and i often find that you know it definitely with people that I've been speaking to that, that prioritize their career and they get to a certain point and they're like, shit, right, what about my health and what about my life? You know, with your career and, and having that success, obviously, you know, looking at yourself and Chris, you talking about the mirrors, you know, you don't see an actual visual reflection of a successful person, you know, what that looks like in someone who can who like manage themselves. So what was the sort of shift there? Hmm. You want to take that one first, Dave? I think, you know, from, from my side, you know, whenever I do something in, in, you know, it, my whole life has always been this way. It's like, if I go in on something, I go all in, um, you know, but it, but it, but you can't do that for everything. Right. Um, and so I think when you look at my career, 
you know, I absolutely prioritized my career first um, and then family second uh, in a lot of cases. Now, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I was there for my kids, you know, but I was traveling 60, 70% of the time. I was always on a plane. I was always remote. Uh, I remember, you know, being at DEF CON and, and Aaron breaking down and, and, you know, just struggling with brand new twins. And, you know, I flew home early and, you know, cause I was always gone. Like, I, I remember I was like gone a week before then as well. And it's like, you look back at that and you're like, man, that really wasn't necessary, but you know, yeah, I, I should have been there more and I didn't really need to do all this traveling, but I did it. Now, how do I correct that? Right. And I think what this, this whole, and, and Chris said it uh, earlier that it's, it's, it's not a, a workout routine. It's not how you eat. Uh, it's not anything else. It's, it's a lifestyle. Uh, the lifestyle is, living healthier, both mentally, which, you know, Chris talked about how he feels mentally. And it's also about living that lifestyle physically as well. And when your priorities are on yourself to make yourself better and, and you have to think about why, why do I want to make myself better? Well, one, I want to be here longer for my kids, but if I miss all my kids growing up, then what's the point anyway? Um, so I think, you know, this, this is all intertwined very, you know, very much together in family lifestyle and fitness as, as all part of that. Right. Because now I'm more active with my kids for, for crying out loud. I'm, I'm, I'm the head coach of our sixth grade basketball team. Uh, I would have never did that at 315 pound Dave. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I, yesterday I studied for an hour and a half with, with Mason. He just, I just got worried. He got an a, a plus on his test, you know, like, like those types of things I wouldn't have been around for, uh, to experience those. I, I came home yesterday. I'll just give you an example. Uh, I came home yesterday to my daughter, Morgan, uh, teaching my, my son. Mason has, has, has trouble learning. He's an IEP and struggles with school. And it's, it's, it's frustrating for him because, um, my son Mason and my daughter Morgan can literally just, you know, they study, but they just study for a little bit and they get straight A's, right? Mason has to study for hours and hours and hours and he'll forget. And he has, a, he has, a, just a, has a tough time with learning. And he unfortunately got my genes from that, right? You know, um, <laughs> hey, it turned out okay. So I keep, I love them all. Like, listen, dude, you're like basically a direct DNA clone of me. Your mannerisms, <laughs> your, your temper, like everything, like you got me, like I'm you right there. So, you know, so I'm like, you're going to be fine, you know, but you're going <laughs> to suck at school. So, um, you know, but we're going to help you through it. And so, um, you know, but I remember coming home yesterday and just seeing Morgan, um, you know, she, she created a game for Mason to learn this stuff for, for class. And she was just doing such a great job. And just for me to be home to experience that, but also making sure that, um, you know, uh, that, that I'm taking care of myself and my kids see that as well. And that I have the energy to do everything has just been a blessing for me all over. I mean, my 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 family life has never been stronger or better. Um, my energy levels have never been stronger or better. My personal opinion of myself has never been stronger or better. Like it's hit every aspect, including the business side, right? The business side, I've never been stronger or better. Um, and I think all of those are directly equated to how you feel as an individual. And you know, you know, um, the Aubrey Marcus book, Own the Day. You know, if your body isn't right, your mind sure as hell isn't right. Um, you know, there's there's definitely that connection between the two, and so you know, all of those things put together for me um, has just been absolutely life changing. And, and again, you know, kudos, thank God I found you, Ben, because uh, or else I'd be on keto version seventeen uh, right now, uh, trying to lose weight again. So, <laughs> yeah, I think um, <clears throat> for me, it's very similar. Um, I was traveling about 60, 70% of the week too. And I can remember times where I'd be driving away down the road and my daughter would be running after my car. And 
Oh, I had to pull over sometimes and just like when I got away from her, just pull over just to like cry. But I, you know, this was what I thought I had to do to, to make business. You know, I had to travel this much. I have to be gone all the time. Um, I think the last two years with COVID taught the world uh, as well as me. We don't need to do that. We're very capable of, of being successful and we don't need to be on the road 70% of the week. Um, so I think for me, it was just always, I, I, I struggle a lot with imposter syndrome, which is like where people tell you you're great at things, but, um, I don't see it. So I, I, you know, I, I know, and that sounds so weird and people are like, how can you, you know, deal with that when you wrote five books and things? I enjoy teaching and educating. Um, but, uh, sometimes, you know, people will say things like, um, man, your last book, you know, that saved my marriage. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> Like, no, like, that can't be the case, you know, like, no, no, like, you know, and, and I don't want to believe it. And my right response should be thanking them for the compliment. And instead, I'm just like in disbelief, you know. Um, but I think now what has changed for me is seeing that, hey, I can commit to this thing and I can see success and I can see not. And it's not to me, the success is not just that, you know, in a couple months from now, I'm going to beat Dave in physical appearance and muscle size um, like that. I know that's going to happen. Dream um, I know it's going to happen, especially with our secret plan, Ben. But um, but ben, I'm just saying there better not be a secret plan that I'm not. But, that, you, know, you don't have a secret plan for me either. Like, like know, that, but I'm hey, just saying hey. like I, that is that is success. But I think what's more success is I think Dave hit it on the head is that I feel so much more connected with my employees, with my family, mostly uh, my wife and I have been having just so much fun together, like, you know, like date nights and hanging out and conversations. And I don't know, it's just things that I wasn't around for before. And I remember when COVID first started, I said, oh, man, I can't wait to get back to traveling. Like, I can't wait. Like, I miss it. And just the other day we were driving and I said, oh, man, I don't want to go back to traveling like that again. Like, and my wife went, what? Did you just say that? And I'm like, no, I really don't. I don't, I never want to go back to that. She's like, she's like that. Uh, you made me the happiest ever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to ever do that. She goes, I said to her, don't ever let me go back to that. I don't want it anymore. I want this lifestyle. I want what I have right now, which is this awesome family and working out and being healthy and mentally. And we still successful in business. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. So, I think you, I guess I want to know, you know, what was the, the biggest and probably most surprising change for you in this whole journey? Oh, wow. Um, I think you're talking to me, by the way, Chris. But um, no, I think I think I think you know probably uh, the biggest is just how how much I'm going to beat Dave. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. That's not it. But I think it's um, it's I really honestly in my life thought I only can give you two thirty minute days to work out. I really believe that. I I believed it a hundred percent. I sat down before our first call because you you had sent me some information. I knew what we were going to talk about, and I looked at my calendar. And I'm like, when can I fit this in? And that was it. And now I have time for four one hour and 30 minute sessions. I have time for driving to Orange Theory and doing that. I have time to work in a beehive and a garden and a whole bunch of stuff in my yard that I, I did myself in the last few months. I planted all this stuff myself and did all of this. And I have time for that. And yet I'm still accomplishing all my work. I think that is the biggest shock to me it is not even about the muscle growth or strength or anything it's that what i thought i i had to do to make it through a day was wrong 
because I'm doing all of that. And I'm still now doing all this other great stuff that's keeping me healthy and happy. So I don't know, that, that's just a huge shock to me. I don't know where it came from because there's no more hours in the day. You didn't create a schedule for me. You didn't tell me when to go to sleep and when to do work. <laughs> you just said, hey, here's some workouts and uh, go eat this food and, you know, send me some videos and get pranked by Dave. And that's basically it. And then I, the time came from elsewhere. You know, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I think, I think Chris, the, the progression that you had there around the 30 minutes and then wanting to do more, right? You know, I think for, for us, you know, when we commit to something, we commit, but we also need to make sure that it's going to work, right? We can't just like disrupt our lives. It's not like, hey, I'm going to commit to, you know, selling, you know, I don't know, whatever, monkey throwing poop, you know, like you need to make sure that, that it's actually going to work in your life, um, you know, as, as part of that, right? So I think, you know, when you started doing it, the same thing I, I did, I think when I start, first started working with Ben, I was doing maybe three times a week. I was doing Orange Theory, yeah. I think twice a week, and I was doing uh, my, my resistance training three times a week. And, you know, that has obviously progressed um, substantially more into that. So, you know, I think yeah. uh, just for the record, I'm doing six days a week and I do Orange Theory three days a week. So, you know, um, but uh, um, you definitely beat me there. OK, hey, you'll get there. You'll get there. Do you want me to record uh, that to. sound clip so that you can have it, Dave, and then you can just like, as long, each other voice as long as you each other? Listen, I just want to make sure there's no secret thing going on here. That's my concern. Oh, there you, guys is. Not, you guys better not be scheming against me on this, okay? There is. Don't Listen, worry. I'm there not is. getting involved in that, right? On to the next question, okay? So, right, what I want to <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so something, something else that I was thinking about as well, you know, obviously you've seen great success in terms of how you look, how you feel, et cetera, et cetera. And the one thing that I want to talk about is the thing that we don't ever talk about, but we always talk about is your wit. Yes. So for anybody who doesn't know, you know, whenever Chris came to me a couple of weeks in, he was like, right, look, this is my goal weight. And I was like, entertained it for a while because, you know, I realized that's a goal and that's fine. And I'm never a person to deal with weight. I don't give a shit what weight you are. But, you know, we got to a point that it was maybe four, five, six, potentially seven weeks that went by that, you know, weight was at, you know, it was stuck where it was. We plateaued and I could <laughs> sense a lot of frustration in you in your check-ins so and you know with all the replies and all the will in the world and everything that i was saying i knew that frustration was there because you know you're like i'm not i don't want to talk about it and you said that in your check-in and then when we were on the group calls you're like look i don't want to talk about it but i meant a whole fucking conversation <laughs> but- about it so up until that point and then whenever we made the decision to sort of change the direction of what we were doing yeah. and what we were trying to accomplish and what the goals were and what the focus was what happened Okay, so this goes back to something Dave just said, is that when we commit to something, we want to believe it's going to work. And I can't tell you how many times, and I I feel bad even saying this to you, Ben, but I think you know that this happens, where we have had conversations where we doubt the things you say. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like this guy is smoking crack because (laughs) I know when I look at his picture, yeah, he looks amazing. Obviously, the proof's there, but no. He's wrong. There's no way if I start eating that many calories a day, I'm going to lose weight. He is. No, this is how I got fat. Right. And and I'm a disbeliever. And then it's like, wait, why do I have to do four different kinds of squats today? Like, why is that the case? Like, this is not going to do anything but make my legs weak and tight. And I, and I don't know where I thought I had any knowledge, but I'm like doubting everything. And I'm like disgruntledly doing it. But then when I came to you and I'm like, look, six weeks, man, I'm plateauing. And I, I, I need to start losing weight because I, because if you think about it in the past, all of my success was about weight. 
I was 320 pounds at one point, 325. I, I, that is unhealthy. I, I wasn't thinking about strength and all of that. I was thinking about, I need to get back down to where I think what is healthy with 220, 225 for my height. Like that's what I think is healthy. So that, that was the goal, right? Was just to get there. But then all of a sudden I come to you and I'm like, look, I need to, I need to get back to losing weight. And you're like, it shouldn't be the focus. Yeah, I know, I know, but help me. And you're like, okay, eat more. And I'm like, this guy again, like, what the heck? And I'm like, Dave, Dave, Dave. And he's like, dude, I'm eating like 3,500 calories a day. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. first of all, how? Like, yeah. the third, how are you doing that? And second, how do you look this way? He's like, just listen to him. And I'm like, he's, he's, I'm telling you, the dude's doing drugs. There's no way this is going to work. <laughs> dude, I, but I'll I do would, it. I would sit I'll on my check ins and like, Ben, I don't know why you're bumping my calories up. I see my weight going up right now. And he's like, listen. We're going to sit down and talk about this, but do not focus on your weight. Do not focus on your weight. Now, you know, I, I, we still ran into this in this program, too, you know, where, you know, very subtle. I'm, I've gotten a lot better um, at it, but the whole weight aspect of things, you know, it is drilled into our heads yeah. that weight is yeah. the only metric for how you are as a person. And that is absolutely not the metric that you want to be going after. You want to be, how's your body comp looking? You know, um, you know, are you taking the measurements that you need to, you know, to see, hey, is my, you know, waist going down as my biceps yeah. going up. Those are the measurements. It means you're building muscle and muscle obviously equates to weight. Uh, so, you know, that, that we just had a podcast on this recently, Chris, about the, the black yeah. magic of Ben, because I yeah. don't understand, you know, the aspects of this because right, right now I'm at 3,800 calories a day. And I, <laughs> it, it's dude, I, I, when I'm, when I'm teaching my basketball class, I intentionally bring like 600 calories to eat while I'm teaching my basketball ki kids because I'm just trying to eat throughout the whole day, eating all the time. My, my assistant coach is like, dude, you're eating again. I'm like, dude, I, I, I need to eat all the time. Like I can't stop eating, you know? So, you know, it's a lot of food, but, but I mean, for what we're doing and, 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 and the results that you get, it obviously makes perfect sense on how our bodies work, but it's just it, that, that trust factor. with not you, a ben. believer at first. Yeah. yeah. I was very much in the same I mean, boat. When I started with Ben in April, I was eating a thousand calories a day. And I, and I, and I'm like, I need to stay here to lose weight. This is, this is what everything in every magazine has ever said. I need to be in a deficit and you want me to go up to what? And now I'm at 2,500 and some calories a day. And I'm, and, and yeah, maybe I don't lose weight the way I wanted, but Ben, this is, this was the shift to answer. I know it always takes me a long time to answer your question as a story, but this was the shift. As you said, can we go back to your first sheet and look at your measurements? And it was something like, and I know you use centimeters, but it was something like overall, I lost 27 inches, 27 inches overall that. Yeah, I've lost 28. So that's awesome. That's, that's good. So. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was three weeks ago. I'm now at the no, 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 no. Yeah, so, I was referencing yeah, six months yeah, ago. So yeah, I'm actually yeah, at seven, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually at, at 34. <laughs> yeah, 100, 100. <laughs> 100. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my my daughter's waist isn't even 27 inches i've lost more than she is you know what i mean it's like whoa and then i'm like yeah i need to not care about weight and yeah. then when things happen like you know my wife gets told by other people man your husband's looking great you know and 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 then other people i had i was out working out the guy came to do some um some stuff for the yard and he looks in the thing, and I hadn't seen him like in six months or so. And he waves to me, and he says, "Hey, Colin, that's my son's name." And he goes, "He goes, wow, you're looking more and more like your dad in the face." And I'm like, "Chuck, it's me. This is Chris." And he he just stops and he drops his equipment and he comes over and he's like, "What 
happened? What are you doing? You're a, you look 20 years younger. Yeah. And, um, and that, I rode high on that for like, well, that was like two weeks ago and I'm still talking about it. Like this guy literally had shock and awe on his face. Like he came over to the door and he was like, what, what have you been doing? This, you literally lost 20 years of age. Like that, who, like, you're right. Who cares about what the weight, what the scale says? Because if that's the reactions and that's the way I feel and I can do that and stay 130, great. I'll stay, or 230, sorry, not 130. Stay two, th- I'll stay 230, right? <laughs> the weight now okay. is not the level of success. Okay, but I would like to take it back to that, that exact check-in because, like you said, you know, it had been six or seven weeks and we had a plateau and you're frustrated. And I was like, right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to focus on getting stronger and eat more food. There's only so long that your body can stay in a deficit and I want to take you back up the yeah. maintenance calories. So we bumped your calories up quite significantly and we have, I would say, every week since then, bumped them up. Lost weight. And not, yeah. that we, not that we focus on it and not that we talk about it, but... <laughs> What has happened yes, as yes, a byproduct yes, of yes, me yes. increasing your calories? I'm, I'm, I'm eye blocking just so in case anyone can't see because that's what you do when you don't want to admit something. But I, 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 I've lost weight. I, 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 my plateau went away. My plateau yeah. went away. I've lost weight. It's and magic. It my measurements have also is. gone down again. And you're measurements stronger. have gone down. And, and we're stronger. Way stronger. And we feel better. And our lives are better, and everything's great. And I get to like, eat more, which is even the, the best right? part of it. Like I get God. to eat more, and I love eating. It's it's honestly becoming chore for me. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like I'm a professional eater right now versus lifting weights. Like it's it's I you're like, eat so you're like much you're the food food food. Break. Listen, I need to eat all this food to lose weight, and people are looking at you like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if, if I don't pay attention, I got like a lot of calls in the morning. I'm like, oh shit, I still got 3,000 calories I got to burn in like four hours. So I'm like eating Pop Tarts and like trying to like just pound as much calories as I possibly can. You know, obviously hitting my protein goal, but you know, it's like, it's like insane uh, as you have to go through it. But um, I mean, like wrapping all this up, I mean, I, I think, you know, when you look at, at just the progress you've had, Chris, like seriously, man, like, you know, people don't recognize, and, and this is, I have, I have such a, a high appreciation for, people that have gone from being morbidly obese to like bodybuilders, for example, like the level of commitment there is just incredible. Anybody that's a bodybuilder is just incredible, by the way. I'm not dismissing that in any way. It's, it's incredible what those, those folks go through. But the fact that we're just on this journey and, and where we've come from to where we are now is just amazing. Uh, and, you know, it, it, but people don't recognize how much work it is to do, but it, but it's, it's incremental. And it's, as your lifestyle gets more and more complete, your lifestyle around your fitness journey also becomes more and more complete. It's not a, a snap, you know, of the fingers. And all of a sudden now you're, you know, doing six days a week in orange series three times a week, or, you know, you know, six days or four, four days or five days, whatever it ends up being, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's a progression of, of getting there and starting to see, you know, him having some success here. I want to keep this going and I want to do it faster. Right. Um, I think, you know, you know, that, that commitment there, you know, absolutely kudos to you for, for, for doing that because not a lot of people can do that, man. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. <clears throat> there's, there's one more thing I want to add to it, Ben, because there's something else you created that I think helps in that because the commitment is not easy at times. Um, and there are days, I think all of us feel this where I get up, I just don't want to work out. I honestly don't, you know, like. This morning, I'm, I wake up, I'm going to go to Orange Theory, and my wife didn't schedule to go with me. My kid wasn't going with me. I was going to go do it alone. I'm like, I don't really want to do this, but I did it anyway, right? The thing you created is this, this family 
You know, you even call it a family, right? This chat that we have. And I have used this a million times where I'm feeling just like in a dumpster and I'll come in and just say something. And those people, it's not even you, it's the group. They'll pump me up. They'll tell me the, you know, how great I look or what, not just blowing smoke. Like they'll actually say things. They'll like really compliment you though. Or if you're feeling not motivated, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you a story about what they went through. It's that support group, which I don't, I didn't realize the value of that when I joined because it took me a few weeks to even get on that and be active because yeah. I was like, ah, I don't need another support group, you know, but I can't, the value of having people that when you commit to it and you say, I'm going to go do this and they're going to be there saying, did you get to the gym? Did you, did you do that workout? Right. Did, you know, and, and having that is like, I, there's so much power in that. It's unbelievable. Yep. And that, that is a really wonderful part of the community you created for this because I don't know if I, I think and everything I tried in the past, that's what was missing. One of the things that many things were missing, but that is one of the major things that was missing is and when people have tried to create communities, it becomes too much like a rah rah, like, a, you know, like we're trying to do motivational speaking and stuff. And that's not it. This is literally people struggle. I mean, we've had people in the chat come in and say, like, I just took two weeks off of everything healthy in my life and I feel depressed. And it's like, OK, let's let's help this person. And no one's sitting there going, like, what did you do? You took two weeks off, you loser? You know, like, you're pathetic. No one does that. It's like this kind group of people from all over the globe that are just there to support each other in this journey. And everyone's in a different place, right? Like, you know, not everyone is Dave. Not everyone is me. And you got some people, their goal is just to be a runner. And some people want to be a weightlifter. Like, everyone's different. And I love that about the community there because you made it so it, it, you can really rely on those people to keep you moving. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a conversation about awesome. this earlier with with Jason, and I said, you know, I, I try and explain this whenever I'm on initial calls, and it, it's difficult unless you're in it. But you know, yeah. the way I try to put it across, it's like it, it's bigger than me. Like it, it's not something I could provide by myself, and I'm very grateful, you know, for having both of you guys in it as well because you know everybody's input is is valuable to everybody else. And I think, you know, okay, you can come to me with a problem, I can give you my solution. But if there's 10, 15 other people that have went through it and given you their real life solutions as to how they actually dealt with it, I think that in itself is more powerful than me just saying, yeah, okay, yeah. just do this. And yeah. I think just to sort of finish up, like I think both you guys need to recognize that how much impact you have on a wider audience and the whole industry as to what you guys are doing. Because obviously, you know, off the back of coaching Dave and coaching Chris, you know, I get people come to me every day, every other day of saying, you know, I saw Dave's success, I saw Chris's success, you know, I want that. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are now people who are looking at you going, okay, well, if they can do it, I can definitely do it. And then, you know, the, the, what that's reaching far beyond even anybody that I coach and people who are just actually listening to the podcast or in the discord or whatever else. And it's because obviously, you know, the guys influence on, on such a wider audience and a full industry. So I think you guys need to give you credit to yourselves as to what you're actually doing for other people as well. Thank you. I'll tell you. I'll that, tell you that, 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 that does the, feel good, though, doesn't it, Dave? The, com like, the community aspect say of they're Chris, motivated. Yeah, the community mm -hmm. aspect of what Chris is talking mm -hmm. about is is definitely one piece. The the uh, responses you get from people that talk <laughs> about, hey, you've had this type of impact in my life. Like I, again, I just got a message literally thirty seconds ago when I'm sitting on here from Dave Maynard, you know, talking about how he dropped another notch in his belt. You know, like. I love that, right? Because we're making yeah. an impact in people. We're helping yeah. people 
and that's, you know, Chris, I know that's your mission. You know, what you do with Innocent Lives yeah. Foundation, incredible. Um, you know, you know, your whole mission is, is to make the world a safer place. My whole mission is to make the world a safer place uh, and, you know, to help others, right? And to help others aspect of this and, and getting them to see, because, you know, this, this, this whole thing around obesity, not taking care of ourselves is rampant in our industry. And it's, it's, it's probably one of the worst. IT and security is the worst when it comes to taking care of ourselves. And um, we absolutely can control it. And uh, you, you're a prime example of that, Ben. You know, obviously, you found a, uh, you know, a bunch of folks that are committed to this as well. Um, and what you do with everybody and how you train people, um, you know, you're helping helping others. You've helped me immensely. I can't even talk about how many of the different things you've done for for me and myself personally. Um, but it's just it's just we're doing some great work, and it's great to see the reward for that. I agree. Agree. Yeah. Agree. All right, Anybody that's it for the podcast. I gotta, go. I gotta go. I gotta drop. I gotta okay. drop my DeLorean off. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. First world problems, right? Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who wants any links, anything, they'll all be in the show notes. And I'll catch you all next time. Thank you. See you all. I'm better.